The Beatles are a pretty nice band, and we've got a lot to say. The Beatles are a pretty nice band, talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfit a lot, so are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band, someday we'll judge if they're fine, oh yeah, someday we'll judge if they're fine. Taxman. George tells us how it will be. Tax day is coming. Uh, Joke's on you. I didn't make enough to have to file my taxes. There you go. Mm -hmm. Smirk. SMRT. This is uh, Tax Man surprisingly good, considering it's a millionaire whining about money concerns. (laughs) It's catchiness makes its bitterness. It's a George song, after all. Easy to swallow. The solo Paul, yes, Paul plays, rocks my socks, and has melted my faces. Yeah, you know, the Beatles are some of the last people I want to hear complaining about money. Mm. But, like, to me, this song is, like, is all about the solo. It's crunchy, it's loud, it makes a statement about what Revolver is about to be. And also, like, good for George. He's getting the first song on a record. Like, that's that's a new development. Are they actually starting to give him a chance? Maybe. Well, uh, thankfully for George, John is getting lazy, and there's more room for Paul and George. Yeah. Uh, to get their s- songs in there. So, bully for him. Uh, the inspiration for Taxman came after Harrison discovered how much of the Beatles' earnings went straight to the Treasury. As their earnings placed them in the top tax bracket in the United Kingdom, the Beatles were liable to a 95% super tax introduced by Harold Wilson's labor government. That's a lot. I mean, I'm all for taxing the rich, but uh, 95% is quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, There's one for you, 19 for me, refers to the fact that the super tax rate takes 19 shillings from each pound taxed, leaving one shilling for the person or business being taxed, one pre-decimal shilling being equivalent to five decimal pence. And this has been Math with Roger. Woo! Sorry, I promised there'd be no math, and yet here we I are. was told there was not going to be math. Oh, yes, man. I was told there'd be no math. When writing Taxman, Harrison was grudgingly helped by John Lennon. It was John's suggestion to use the names of both Prime Minister Harold Wilson and opposition leader Edward Heath, the first loving people to be directly named in a Beatles song. Hmm. Yeah. Um, aside from the financial opposition, Taxman was informed by George's consternation that the vast sums the Beatles paid in tax were being used to fund the manufacture of military weapons. Uh, it makes a good point there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Harrison voiced his concern in his How a Beatle Lives interview with Maureen Cleave of the Evening Standard in late February 1966. In addition to railing against all forms of authority and speaking out against the Vietnam War, he likened Wilson to the Robin Hood character, the Sheriff of Nottingham. Uh, <clears throat> John said, I remember the day George called to ask for help on Taxman. I threw in a few one-liners to help the song along, because that's what he asked for. He came to me because he couldn't go to Paul, because Paul wouldn't have helped him at that period. I didn't want to do it. I thought, oh no, don't tell me I have to work on George's stuff. It's enough doing my own at Paul's. 
But because I loved him and I didn't want to hurt him when he called that afternoon and said, will you help me with the song? I just sort of bit my tongue and said, okay. It had been John and Paul for so long, he even left out because he hadn't been a songwriter up until then. Man, that's such an asshole move to be, like, dismissive about helping your bandmate. Like, I mean, no no wonder George is concerned the Moody Beatle because no one wanted to help him. Right. Like, a big takeaway I had from the Get Back movie was watching George help Ringo when he brought in Octopus's Garden. Like, he gets to the piano, and yeah. then he comes and helps. And, like, he was doing the thing that he wanted the whole time from Paul and John. I don't know. Yeah. No, you're right. Uh, when George published his autobiography in 1980, I Mean Mine, Lennon was deeply hurt by the minimal coverage afforded him in the book. Responding to this in a 1987 interview, Harrison said, He was annoyed because I didn't say he'd written one line of the song Taxman. But I also didn't say how I wrote two lines of Come Together or three lines of Eleanor Rigby, you know? I wasn't getting into any of that. It's a good point. No need for score settling. Um, yeah, score settling. The Anthology 2 collection featured Take 11. The notable difference between the, this version and the final version is instead of Mr. Wilson, Mr. Heath, John and Paul sing, Anybody got a little bit of money? Anybody got a little bit of money? So they, they made the right move, I would say, yeah. changing it. Beatles biographer Robert Rodriguez, who uh, wrote a book about Revolver, uh, which I read through yesterday, he wrote that although EMI engineer Jeff Emmerich provided a wittering account of Harrison's initial efforts to work out a solo, this was more reflective of Emmerich's personality and is not borne out in Paul and George's recollections. Hmm. So now I can't trust Jeff Emmerich. Great. Just great. <laughs> Who can we believe? That's anymore i love when one book says don't trust this book <laughs> no i'm the authority on this i'm putting <laughs> my I foot think? down mm. jeff is sadly no longer with us to uh respond mccarty said he was discussing his idea for the solo with george and harrison invited him to play it on recording harrison said he was happy to have the self recorded for revolver it was not fussed about who played a guitar solo he added, I was pleased to have him play that bit on Taxman. If you notice, he did like a little Indian bit on it for me. Yeah, I mean, it's a great solo. <laughs> it definitely is, yeah. yeah. Um, in fact, what Jeff Emmerich, fellow engineer Ken Scott, called Jeff Emmerich out on the inaccuracies of his book in an internet flame war, asserting that Emmerich reached out to his fellow EMI engineers after securing a publishing contract confiding that he really couldn't remember enough to fill the book. God damn it. I knew there were too many, like, too much dialogue in there. We're, eh, we're still going to quote him, though. Uh, sometimes. Um, so, yeah, Revolver. This was the first track on Revolver. Plans were in the works to fly the Beatles and their production team over to the United States to record Revolver at Stack Studio in Memphis. That would have been so cool. But what happened... <laughs> That would have been so cool. Unfortunately, the fans got word, and they were deluged. Stack Studios was deluged with gawkers before the group ever arrived, so it didn't happen. And uh, Stack's guitarist engineer Steve Cropper said it best: "Who knows what might have happened? Taxman could have been Stack's man." You know, and that 
baseline is very stacks. Yes. It is so stacks. Even though Jeff Emmerich is an embellisher and hates George Harrison, uh, he did help with the bass, the the bass sound uh, during this period. So you gotta give him credit there. Um, the be- so yeah, this song is it a ripoff of the Batman theme, the Batman TV show with Neil Hefty's indelible na 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 Batman theme song. Debuted in the U.S. in January 1966, hitting the U.K. in May. In May, in April, the Beatles started recording "Taxman," which resembles the Batman theme when the band harmonizes on the title phrase "Taxman, Batman." Batman. There were already three cover versions of the Batman theme released by April, including a hit version by the Marquettes. So it's entirely possible the Beatles might have heard it even before they saw the show. Can we safely say the influence was real? Probably. Uh, Sheffield of Rolling Stone. Yeah. Probably. What? Where Rob Sheffield might have gotten the idea was from our friend Ray Davies of the Kinks. Yeah. Who, who soon after the album came out, he wrote, It sounds like a cross between The Who and Batman. <laughs> It's a bit limited, but the Beals get over this by the sexy double tracking. It's surprising how sexy double tracking makes a voice sound. Okay. What's funny is The Who covered the Batman theme uh, later in 1966. No, really? Yes. That is some yes, maximum yes. R&B right there. Mono and stereo mixes were prepared on June 21st, at which time the prominent count-in and ending guitar solo were dubbed in. Variations include an earlier start to the cowbell in mono, and more powerful-sounding instrumentation all around, particularly the bass, than in stereo. Famously spent more time on the mono mixes, so don't need to tell you that. Don't need to tell you that. During the 1996 presidential, U.S. presidential election, publicity for Republican candidate Bob Dole stated that he would be using a tape of Taxman in his campaign rallies. This was a response to Bill Clinton, his Democratic opponent, adopting a personal anecdote from his past as a student in England, detailing how he defended Ringo Starr in a Liverpool pub brawl as part of his campaign rhetoric. Excuse me? Yeah, I, I can't believe I don't remember that. What? I mean, I was 13, but I don't remember that story. Oh, Jesus Christ. In 2006, Virginia State Senator and future Republican gubernatorial candidate Ken Cusinelli introduced an amendment to make Taxman the state song of Virginia, stating that taxes were an important part of Virginia history. He gave the example of Patrick Henry's strong opposition to British taxation during the American Revolution. The measure did not pass. No shit. <laughs> Cheap Tricks, Taxman, Mr. Thief. From their 1977 eponymous debut album is an homage to the Beatles song. Mm-hmm. The jam adapted the riff and rhythm from Taxman on their 1980 hit single, Start. Yep. Um, Weird Al Yankovic recorded a parody of Taxman in late 1981 during the height of the Pac-Man game's popularity. <laughs> it was titled Pac-Man. Metallica's 2004 track, Sandman, parodies Taxman and Enter Sandman. There's some obvious choices there that were made, and it's or we're, we're all the better for it. 
Because I'm the... No, 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 no. Pac-Man. Love counts. Zero. None. No. We're, we're not dealing with love so much these days. No, not really. Josie Scale. Is this song better than your love buddy outfield? I say, yeah. I agree. Yeah. He agrees. We agree. The Beatles are a pretty nice band. Talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfield a lot. So are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band. Someday we'll judge if they're fine. Oh, yeah. Someday we'll judge if they're fine.